see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been through all day, but so it's fine. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Alright everyone, welcome to episode 944. Uh, this is, I don't even know what season this is anymore. Um, Latoya is not in the office just yet, but she'll be here any second. In the meantime, it's me, um, Barry. And uh, just a reminder, the opinions, viewpoints, uh, comedy bits, everything that's on this show do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints or opinions of the Twin Lakes Library System Board of Trustees. Uh, of any of our employees or patrons, they don't even necessarily reflect my beliefs. They do, however, tend to reflect accurately Latoya's. Um, so if you hear me say something offensive to you, uh, just keep in mind that I am merely playing a role. I'm a comedian of sorts, and uh, whereas Latoya, if she offends you, that was her, her intention. So uh, here we are on the 3rd of November. Uh, many of you probably think of today as eight days before Barry's birthday, and uh, I certainly don't don't begrudge you for that. Um, if you're looking to buy me a present, uh, you know you can head on to Amazon.com, check out my wish list. Now, some of those things on there are actually Julian's wish list for Christmas, so you know you don't have to get me the Fisher Price toys and that kind of thing. But um, anyway, you're welcome to go on there, or you can uh, just send me cash. I will certainly accept cash uh, or money orders. Uh, personal checks, it depends on who you are. If you're uh, Allie Fox, no. Uh, speaking of Allie, he did drop by to see me last week. He was concerned after last week's episode, and uh, I appreciated him stopping by uh, to kind of see what was going on. And in kind of an update about uh, the library funding situation, uh, we have not received our official letter, but it, it appears that the county is going to reduce our funding for our lake facility from 59000 down to about twenty six, um, And that will be going into effect in January of 2012 and will last until January of 2014, which is when the county says they're going to restore our funding. Um, knock on wood that that actually happens. But um, with that reduced level of funding, uh, we probably will have to reduce some hours and kind of change a few things. Um, we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, obviously, we want to try and keep the facility open, um, and we're going to try and do that. I think we can do that. We'll just have to be very creative in, in how we do it and really tighten that belt to the point of nearly passing out because we can't breathe. But that's just what you have to do sometimes, especially in tough economic times like this. Uh, in other library news, we are very sad to say that uh, Princess Sarah um, who has been a frequent guest on the show, uh, has turned in her resignation. Uh, Sarah has gotten a high, higher paying job, and uh, you certainly can't begrudge somebody for, uh, for leaving under that, those circumstances. We're going to miss Sarah, though. And of course, you know she used to be on the show for every um, holiday, and uh, unfortunately that will no longer be the case. Maybe uh, we'll fit her in sometime uh, next week. 
since that would be the last show before she departs. We'll have to see. But we wish Sarah the very, very best. And, um, of course, that opens up a vacancy in terms of our circula circulation supervisor position. Um, and we are going to be uh, turning that position over to Virginia Green, uh, who had been our uh, branch manager at the Lake Sinclair. And Virginia, of course, is the reigning employee of the year. So we're going we're gonna to be thrilled to have her now down at the, the headquarters branch, the mothership, so to speak, of the Twin Lakes Library System. Um, so what else is going on library-wise? Later today, I'm going to be, um, I guess a little over an hour from now, I'm going to be taking off to visit my old high school, Baldwin High School. I'm going to be there for, uh, they're doing their Teen Read Week this week. Uh, it was actually last week nationally, but the high school put it off for a week. Anyway, um, I'm going to be there speaking to uh, their three book clubs. So all total, there will probably be about 45 uh, kids that I'll speak to and uh, going to talk to them about uh, reading and uh, writing and maybe uh, arithmetic too, the three R's. Now I'm going to talk about um, you know writing and how to get published and what it's like being published and how I go about doing the things that I do and so forth. And, um, you know, hopefully they'll enjoy it. I saw in the newspaper today, it's actually on the front page that I'm going to be there, um, which I was very surprised by. But uh, yesterday they had a uh, comic book inker there. They showed him, you know, he brought all kinds of comic book pages and stuff. And so now I'm like, well, they're going to be bored silly when I come because I'm bringing, like, books. You know, hey, kids, books. You know, but he had, like, cool pictures and stuff. Um, and, you know, I started to bring, I have uh, uh, the next uh, Rook cover uh, for the Rook, the Killing Games by um, comic book artist Bob Hall. And I have that original uh, artwork at home. And I started to bring it today to show the kids. And then I was like, eh, you know, I'll have to keep up with it, blah, blah, blah. Now, now of course, you know, the day after the comic book inker, now I'm going to be, like, doing, uh, you know, boring stuff. But uh, anyway, I'll have to see if I can entertain them. Uh, LaToya has briefly joined us, but she yeah, looks like she's about like to leave again. again. Yeah. Um, we already talked about uh, all of your mini problems, so don't worry about it. How do you talk about my problems without me being here? Well, that's the best way to talk about it. No. I mean, see, so you talked about my love of the Kardashians. No, we haven't gotten into any of that. Actually, we've, we've been doing library stuff. I talked about the lake funding, Princess Sarah leaving, um, that kind of thing. And I, then I was, I was pimping that I'm going to be at Baldwin High School in like an hour or two. And, I, you know, I don't normally like teenagers. Um, so, I, you know, when they first asked me, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to go talk to 45 teenagers. But um, then I'm like, you know... You know, you grow up wanting to, to be a writer, so you might as well do these things. <laughs> um, at some point, people are going to stop asking me, so. I stopped asking you a long time ago. Well, you've never read anything. You know, I've read, read one thing of yours. One thing, yeah. Um, so what are you doing right now? The copier. You know, have you told them we have a new copier? No, we have a new copier. Um, the old copiers, um, mostly, well, one of them was not working properly. So we're going to be passing those on to uh, other less fortunate institutions. And uh, instead, we've gotten a new copier, <clears throat> which was installed yesterday, but they're still doing some things on it today. And uh, some toys running around doing that. I told Latoya that I didn't think today would be a good day for the show. Uh, but she scoffed at me, and now we see that, once again, I've been proven right. Because um, she's busy doing that. Uh, we were late getting started in the first place because I was talking to David Knowles about our table. 
which she ended so up talking to me about. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so I'm just doing this show solo. Well, I mean, that's how you want to do it anyway. That's true. Well, let's move on then, I guess, from uh, library stuff. Um, Latoya got a vaccine last week. She got a flu shot. I'm not a fan. I'm not a believer in the flu shot. And uh, she, of course, got sick afterwards. And she had to take and a you Z pack and stuff. It on the flu shot. Well, all right. So I printed this off, um, and I was going to share this with our listeners. Um, the great big lie of the vaccine industry. The lie says that you need to be revaccinated each and every year, often with the exact same strains you were vaccinated with the previous year. The winter flu vaccine from 2011, for example, is being manufactured with the exact same strains as the 2010 one. According to the CDC, this is because vaccines wear off. They wear off after a couple of months, they say. Unlike most of the vaccines you get, which you get it, and then sometimes you never have to get it again. But the flu, for some reason, even though it's the exact same strains, you have to get it every year. It's not always the exact same strain. Yeah, sometimes they like mix it up. But, but then why are they, they're still giving you the rest of it. It's like you could go and say, oh, I just want this strain. But no, they're also going to give you all the other strains. Yeah. And it's because... It's a guessing game, essentially. It's because the vaccines don't work as advertised. That's why they have to keep pushing the same vaccine strains year after year. Because think about it. If vaccines actually worked as intended, they would give you lifetime immunity against whatever strains you were injected with. For instance, look at history. Remember when the Europeans came to America centuries ago and killed off masses of American Indians by accidentally giving them smallpox? Well, if the Indians died of smallpox, why didn't the Europeans? There were no vaccines back then. The answer is because the Europeans had already been exposed and built up immunity right. to the disease. Thus, the reason the European invaders of North America did not die from smallpox wasn't because they were vaccinated. It was because they had been exposed to the disease. Thus, the Europeans could be exposed to smallpox over and over again with no symptoms of infection. They were immune to smallpox in exactly the same way a human being living today becomes immune to a winter flu strain by first being exposed to the full-strength strain in the wild and then building up their own antibodies in an automatic adaptive response. But don't expect the vaccine industry to educate anyone on how infectious disease and antibodies really work. They're too busy selling annual flu shots to bother with scientific facts. Five vaccine manufacturers announced plans to make between 166 million and 173 million doses for the coming season. That's the highest vaccine manufacturing output for the U.S. in the history of vaccines. With all these 170 million or so vaccines sitting around by the time winter rolls around, the CDC is obviously going to have to kick up its propaganda and fear-mongering into high gear to convince people to buy all these vaccines. This is going to be doubly difficult considering the inconvenient fact that all of the people who got vaccinated last year already received vaccines against these same flu strains. And that is the key here because people are making money. I'm not worried about it. I didn't pay for the shot. But somebody, ultimately you do. <laughs> ultimately you do because your insurance has to pay for it and the insurance companies then pass on those costs to you. So... You know, I mean, why are you planning? What, why are you because about because it? you made a big blog post today. Yeah. About you got a flu vaccine last week, and then oh, you're like, ah, but I had to get, I had to take a Z pack. And then you you had the nerve to then post things about, oh, and people say that the flu flu shot makes you sick, 
and and why uh, other vaccines make you sick? Why do people get upset that the flu vaccine that was makes you sick? That, okay, that was that was in an article that was <laughs> which posted you did, which online. you you posted. Yeah, in Scientific America. Here's the other dirty little American. secret: the CDC does not want you to know. If you skip the vaccine, boost your vitamin D intake, and encounter the flu naturally, you will build your own lifetime antibodies against that infection. Got that? The best way to immunize yourself against a particular strain of the winter flu is to dose up on vitamin D, boost your nutritional intake, get healthy, and then just go outside and stop worrying about exposing yourself to the flu. Yeah, and you know how uh, grow Americans, a freaking pair. You know how great <laughs> Americans are about getting healthy. So I mean, and besides, they're, like, they're not saying lose weight. They're not saying exercise. They're saying boost your damn vitamin D and quit quit bugging. Look, I have a, a, a weak immune system. Well, I mean, anyway, you're hypochondriac. So. No, I'm not. Me and your brother know you are. I mean, it's true. If somebody walks by you, sniffling, I'm gonna get sick. you're gonna immediately say, "Oh, they're gonna make me sick." And I do get and then, sick. But it's because you're a hypochondriac. You've already decided you're gonna get sick. Once you can, you can control some of your immune system. Some of it. Yeah. So if you if you tell yourself, "Oh, I'm gonna get sick. I'm gonna be bad, bad, bad," you are. But if you tell yourself, "I'm gonna be fine." 99% of the time, you're going to be fine. And you'll recover quicker for having a positive attitude. What's wrong with you? You're getting on my nerves. Anyway, so just do the math, folks. It's not rocket science. If flu shots worked as well as your own immune system to a national infection, then you would only need one shot. But they don't. Because people need to make money. That is the root of all evil. Money. So, I don't get flu shots. Um... I, I do fine. You know, occasionally I'll get sick during the winter, but you know what? That's the way it works. Humanity was around for a long time before the flu shot, okay? Um, and we did just fine, okay? Now, things like smallpox, the measles, yeah, get vaccinated, you know? Get vaccinated, and then you don't get vaccinated again. Uh, if it was a one-time flu shot, I'd say, yeah, everybody, go and get vaccinated. Why not? But to me, I and, and call me a conspiracy theorist if you want, but anytime the government as a whole, along with all the, the pharmaceutical industry, all decides, oh, yeah, you need to take this. Take this into your body. I have to wonder why, you know, because, uh, you know, and again, say I'm being paranoid, but there's so many things the government just turns a blind eye to, so many things that kill people every single day that they do not try and shove down our throats a cure for. But the flu, yeah, we don't want people getting the sniffles. I mean, if they spend as much time finding a cure for AIDS uh, as they do on making me get a flu shot. But again, even there, even there, the, the thing with cancer, the thing with AIDS, all those things, I wonder if even if they found a cure today, whether or not we would have that cure. Um, because, I mean, they make more money off giving you medicines to treat it. Curing you is like a one-time cost. Treating you is a lifetime of money. And it's the same way I, to me with this flu shot. Oh, every year you need to get this as opposed to coming up with something that might actually work forever. Anyway, now LaToya has left again. Um, I guess moving on to some things in the news. I think last week we talked about how, um, uh, you know, uh, Lindsay Lohan, you know, it wouldn't be an episode of the show without Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay... Uh, you know, is going to pose for Playboy. And 
this week, she was told that she had to go back to jail because she admitted that she had violated the, the terms of her her uh, probation. And uh, But good news, good news for Skin fans, uh, because uh, they're going to let her out to go and take her clothes off for Playboy. And uh, they also will, once again, because of overcrowding, uh, they will probably release her early for good behavior. Now, if I, if it were me, if it were LaToya, if it were uh, Anthony or Allie or whoever else may be listening to the show, um, if it were one of us, you know, we would have been thrown away in jail and that, that would have been the end of it. Uh, and, you know, no matter how many times I told them, you know, that Playgirl magazine wanted to see me with my clothes off, they're not going to let me go out to, to show it. Um, so I mean, it's just ridiculous. Uh, but that's, that's the state we're in. Um, also, uh, LaToya is very upset about the Kim Kardashian thing. Um, Kim, after about two months of marriage, I believe, uh, has tearfully announced that the dream is over. Uh, her and, um, her boyfriend, who's apparently a basketball player that nobody had ever heard of, um... They are uh, getting a divorce. And, you know, we'll see how that goes. But, um, you know, my feeling is that, well, I'm not sure if we're still recording, actually, because uh, LaToya's screen went blank and she has a password on her, uh, her screensaver. Why, I'm not quite sure. Anyway, so if you are still hearing me, um, you know, I, I just think it's a joke. I think the whole thing was, um, you know, a scam to begin with. Um, you know, they had cameras there for the whole courtship, cameras there for the wedding, and now they're going to have cameras there for the divorce. So I think that's, uh, you know, it's just all a big scheme. Um, let's see what else is going on. Um, we saw Puss in Boots, uh, not Latoya and I, but, uh, my wife and son and I. Uh, it was a great movie. Uh, it was really funny. I thought it was funnier in the last couple of Shreks. Um, and Antonio Banderas did a great job in it. You know, he was great as Zorro. Now he's great as Puss in Boots. So, um, I'm going to pause for a moment here. Uh, since I'm not sure if we're still recording or not, and of course Latoya is not here, and uh, I apologize. Hopefully, if she comes in, she'll be able to get us going again. Are you enjoying your solo show? I know your screen went blank and it's password on it, so I don't know if it's still recording. Oh, it's or not. still recording. So you've been sitting him, here in the dark. I told him we just stopped because uh, you had a stupid password on your stupid machine. <laughs> it's the same password as everything else. Well, I don't know why you got uh, that password uh, out of here. Huh? I don't know why you got a password because out of here. Because the, the information that's on there. Yeah, but it goes off after like 30 seconds. It's not 30 seconds. So now I actually do have to listen back to this show to make sure that um, I edit out all the silence of when you gave up with the, with the machine. Mm -hmm. I have to go um, do the neighborly thing and write a chance to the boys and girls. Like now? Yeah, Paul is here. They came to your work to hit you up for a donation? They're doing their spaghetti delivery. 
mean, you know, you do your networking, you really think. Yeah, but that's kind of unfair for somebody to come in person to your place of work and ask for money. Maybe you should do that. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's just rude. It puts you on the spot. Yeah, it does. I would just say I didn't bring my checkbook. <laughs> I mean, I just got to, I'd have to make a stand on that. Like, this is my place of business. Place of my, place of my business. <laughs> and I'm annoyed because there's uh, there's just so much stuff going on as usual, but I'll do So now we're apparently waiting on uh, Latoya to return uh, because she's too easily swayed. Um, what else is going on in the world of entertainment? Uh, Pussy Boots, as I said, was very good. Um, the new Beavis and Butthead. It came back last week. It was awesome. Um, it was really, really good. Uh, highly recommended. It. it comes on Thursday nights at uh, 10. And... Uh, See what else is going on. Um, of course, I've uh, been enjoying um, Tosh.0. That's been great. Um, also love um, so Tuesday nights as Tosh. On Wednesday night, South Park is back. They've been it's been funny this season. Not knock myself out funny, but it's good. And of course, Big Bang Theory. I've been watching Sunday nights is my busy night because uh, right now I have my animation domination on Fox that I love. Also, Dexter and uh, The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, man, it's so depressing. And this season, though I've, I've enjoyed it a lot, um, what has it been? It's like the whole season has been like two days? I mean, how long are they going to be on that freaking freeway? You know, the little girl who went missing on like episode one, she's still missing. Um, I expect that this kid who's been shot and they're doing the surgery on, he'll probably still be, you know, touch and go for the rest of the year. Um, I just want to see a little more progress on this thing. And uh, although the character of Shane uh, this week, uh, what he did at the end, I'm not saying that push comes to shove, I wouldn't have necessarily done the same thing because at that moment, obviously, you, you want to survive. But the fact that that the way it played out, it was like he'd already decided that's what he was going to do. He was saying, how many bullets you got left? How many, uh, you know, uh, sorry. I mean, he'd already thought of this. He'd already decided that this was, was going to happen. Uh, jerky thing to do. Major jerk. Um, so a lot of good stuff on TV right now. Um, uh, as I said, I have a birthday coming up next week. Um, the library's closed uh, for my birthday. Uh, it's the 11th of November. Uh, people make a real big deal out of my birthday. I'm not sure why. They always have. But sometimes they have like parades and they fly the flag and stuff. And, you know, it makes me feel pretty honored on uh, November 11th. Um, but I've never really understood why they, they make such a big deal out of my birthday. Um, but still. Um, we're doing something new at the library where staff members get to kind of make their book and movie recommendations to you. I have posters around. Uh, Lois Calendar um, is the first one this month. And uh, so she did the, uh, the Unbecoming of Maya somebody or other. Uh, to be honest with you, I'd never heard of any of the books uh, or movie that she picked. But, um, oh, you must be talking about Lois. Yeah, but they, uh, you know, 
but they should be pretty good. I know the one she ended up picking was actually a young adult novel. Yeah, she's been reading a lot of those. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's a lot of good stuff in the YA section. Um, but anyway, in future months, other employees will, will also be giving their recommendations. I'm supposed to have February, but, you know, if I'm still here in February, I'll do it. That's true. I can't find, I've been looking in the same places. What Maybe that's part for? of the problem. The old, the manual that came with the Coinox. I remember when it came in and stuff, and it used to be that IT had it, and I went through all of their files, and I can't find it, because in order for us to reprogram the prices, we need the manual. So I may have to Is look it up online. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I may just have to look it up, because it, just, it aggravates me when I know I have something, and I cannot locate it. And like I said, I remember what it came in. All of that stuff can't find it. So, anyway, what were you talking about or not talking about? I talked about what I've been watching on TV. Um, we had a long talk about the Kardashians and. How do you have a talk about the Kardashians without me? I was talking to our audience. I mean, our audience could enjoy the Kardashians as well. I, Some of them. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that Joel doesn't. Joel's a fine, upstanding man. <laughs> um, I would be shocked if Anthony's watching the Kardashians. Yeah, no, Anthony doesn't watch the Kardashians. I'm pretty certain that Allie Fox is not watching the Kardashians. Maybe. And I know Virginia sometimes listens to the show. I bet she's not watching the Kardashians. Whatever. So I think they would all agree with me that they're just a bunch of worthless people. I love um, them. Uh, but what do you love about them? I think that they're very real. I mean, I think... God, that's all... scary as hell. I mean, yeah, but... I mean, they're all stupid. They're they're shallow. I haven't seen them display any skills. Now, I mean, Bruce Jenner... You know, at, at one time, Bruce Jenner was an incredible athlete. Yeah. But I don't place the full blame of, of all this on him. Well, I mean, he's not a Kardashian. Right. I mean, he did not... He was Father not even the sperm donor for yes, the Kardashians. Yeah. Although, I, I do wonder about him... The fact that he's been in this relationship for so long. Over 20 years. What he did to his face. <laughs> and the fact that I think his younger kids are going to turn out the exact same way. Oh, Kendall and Kylie? Yes. Of course, I mean, you know, they're in the same house as those vacuous creatures. So, I mean, it's like kind of like a black hole. I mean, every bit of intelligence is going to be sucked out. I, I think you're in a mood today. I know. I've never liked the Kardashians. Well, I know, but you're just in a little mood today. I don't think so. Whatever. You're the one who's snitty. I'm always snitty. I know. That's not like I posted a hilarious new. picture on my Facebook, and there's always like dislike. Yeah, because you can't be hating on the Kardashians like that. You Why know not? I like them. I, I talked about her sham marriage. I don't think it was a sham marriage. They dated for 45 days. Okay. Got married for like millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And then in less than two months, she realized that, oh, you know, the, the fairy tale isn't really happening. Mm -hmm. I mean, even sources close to them say that, you know, that she didn't know him very well. She got caught up in all the, the hoopla. Yeah, and I mean, how is that not But it's like... proof of her idiot nature. No, but I'm just... How many people do you know who got divorced after two months? Not very many, but it exactly. happens. Exactly. No, it happens with celebrities. Not just celebrities. People go through all right, that Anybody stuff. who's listening to the show who got married and divorced in two months, you're an idiot. Um, okay, not to say that they're not... <laughs> <laughs> the, the behavior is not idiotic. I'm just saying that people 
get caught up in that People stuff. do stupid things all the time. Right. That doesn't mean I want to reward them by watching their shows and buying their products. Well, you don't... I it's mean, like, you know what? Real people sometimes don't report to the police that their child has gone missing or that they, it smells like a corpse in their trunk. And real people <laughs> sometimes go to hot body contests while their daughter is missing and hasn't been reported to the police. Real people do that. Poor Casey Anthony. <laughs> what, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, Latoya's gone again. Um, it's, it's the worst show ever. Uh, that should be the title. The worst show ever. Um, let's see. What else can we talk about? Um, Julian my son, has gotten very into, uh, he loves the Looney Tunes. He's been watching them nonstop. And I tell you, those cartoons, those, those old ones are just classics. I mean, even if you've watched it a thousand times, you still laugh. Um, and for his birthday, he got a Nintendo DS, and one of the games was called Duck Em Up, which is a Daffy Duck game. And uh, it's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty clever. Um, so if you have a little kid, or even, even an older kid, because... Uh, you know, Carrie and I have had fun with it as well. Um, that's a fun game to get. Uh, so it's called Duck Amuck. It's a Daffy Duck game. And it's pretty good. A lot of the little kid games have a surprising amount of reading to them, which uh, doesn't seem that bright to me. But uh, he has a few. He has a Crayola uh, crayon treasure adventure thing. He really likes that. Uh, that's a great game for little kids. And he also has a Backyardigans game. He really likes that. Um, but some of them, like, you know, we've got a couple of uh, Scooby-Doo's that said they were for, for toddlers. But, I mean, it's like the characters don't talk. They just have word balloons. And it's like, you know, unless I'm going to sit there and read them all to him. Because he reads some things, but, I mean, he's he's just turned five. He's not going to sit there and read the entire game. Um, and I don't want to encourage him to just skip those parts. For one thing, they, they're important story elements. Um, but, uh, yeah, so those are my... Nintendo DS reviews. Um, on the writing side of things, I um, am writing another Lancer's Grey story right now. Um, and uh, it's going pretty well. Lancer's Grey, of course, is a uh, pulp character, has a um, team of associates called Assistance Unlimited. So in this one, a group of their villains actually get together and call themselves Murder Unlimited. Uh, so clever, huh? And uh, so they actually have a, a, an opposite group they're facing in this one. Um, sales on a volume one are going pretty well, and I'm happy about that. I wish they were doing better, though. 